Welcome to She's Running. This is the podcast dedicated to talking to women who are running for office locally, nationally, and everything in between. I'm Emily Jackson, and I have a bit of a cold. Sorry for the stuffiness. On today's episode, I have Natasha Birch-Holsey, who is running to represent Arkansas in the U.S. House of Representatives. This past week, we were given a real-life example of just how strong and powerful women in government are, and just how much we need them. Senators Collins and Murkowski, two Republican senators, stood against their party and voted against a bill that they believed would devastate the lives of their constituents. And they didn't do it dramatically at the last minute. No, they have been listening to their constituents and standing against this bill long enough to receive threats from their Republican colleagues and even the president. Senator McCain may be getting the front page headlines, but Collins and Murkowski have been fighting the fight for a while now. There are a ton of think pieces and articles and tweets about who deserves the credit for this bill not passing, so I'm not going to go on and on. But I do want to point out a couple of articles that you should check out. Lynn Shear wrote a great piece about Collins and Murkowski and about women in Congress in general on BillMoyers.com that is definitely worth a read. And Philip Bump's piece in the Washington Post is another great one. I'll link to both of them on She'sRunningPod.com. Now, enough about the past. Let's get back to the future of women in Congress, and specifically Natasha Birch-Holsey, who is running to represent Arkansas's 2nd District. So you are running as an independent. Yes. Why did you choose not to affiliate with a party? Well, there were a lot, there were a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. The, the biggest reason was that people are disenfranchised with the uh, Republican party. And a lot of people are really starting to become tired of the democratic party. And so for me, I felt like independent was the way to go because Mm -hmm. I can merge platform issues from both political parties and create my own platform. And that's kind of the type of person that I've always been. I've always wanted to be an innovator and just create my own. I feel like, especially recently, people are really kind of getting away from party politics and more about issues and things like that. Exactly. I mean, and that's that's really the people that I want to appeal to. I -hmm. want to appeal to people who they don't vote party lines they vote politics they yeah. vote they vote social issues they vote the issues and we i'm seeing i'm starting to see a lot of that in central arkansas but most people are still kind of like oh he's running at the democrat world and i know who i'm voting for <laughs> yeah well let's introduce you officially so who are you and for what are you running i am natasha birch holsey and i am running for Congressional District Seat 2 in the state of Arkansas. And where is District Seat 2? It is located in the heart of Arkansas. It's literally central Arkansas. It it hosts the capital city of Little Rock. Mm -hmm. And so it is seven um, different counties. That seems huge. Yes. When you think about it, it's huge. But when you actually look at it on the map, it's not huge. It's actually, I think, I want to say it's like the second largest district, maybe. Okay. So why did you decide to run? What motivated your your political interest right now? Well, what motivated my political aspirations 
uh, it actually, you know, again, with me always, there's more than one reason. Mm-hmm. So the biggest reason actually was my husband. He came to me one day and he was just like, I've been praying and, you know, God told me you shouldn't run for county clerk. You should run for Congress. And I kid you not, like, I love telling this story (laughs) because it's still amazing that I'm running for Congress. The first thing out of my mouth was, hell no. (laughs) That's what I said. And and, and then then I went as far as to say, I started, so it's a song, actually. And I started singing the song. And I was just like, like, no, 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 no. But... But after a lot of like just really sitting with myself and talking to my family and my friends and just thinking about about my life and then just talking with my husband again, you know, I was like, okay, well, well, this isn't something that I would ever actually want to do on my own, but it's not such a bad idea. So with a lot of uh, thought, prayer and consideration and just really thinking back over my life, I realized that. This is actually something that I wanted to do. I just didn't know that this is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. So I had a purpose or rather a passion and a heart for Central Arkansas. Like I want to help Central Arkansas. And I didn't know why, especially being that I'm from Texas. But I spent my whole adult life in Arkansas. And so... I, I attribute that all that I am, you know, to Arkansas. And when me and my business partner, we started our, our raw vegan catering company about three years ago, you know, that love for for Little Rock grew into central Arkansas. And it was just like, I want to be this, this this big person, this important person in central Arkansas. I don't know what it looks mm-hmm. like, but that's who I want to be. I want to run central Arkansas. And I, and, and I, I mean, and again, I had no idea what that meant, what that looks like. I just had this crazy dream that whenever I was in the room, people were going to know my name. Like, I've always been like this. It's, it's to me, yeah. thinking about it, it's crazy. But I've always had these delusions of grandeur. Like, I've always thought that I was somebody and you should know who I am. And to me, it sounds crazy because I'm really introverted. I really like like to go in a room and kind of just, be to myself and not really talk to people but I just have this really big personality when you actually take the time to sit and talk to me so really you're an introvert yes I I know it's hard to believe so I I guess the word is actually an ambivert I guess Uh that's what they're calling it now so it's like if I have to choose I would prefer to kind of just be to myself Uh but if I have to kind of get out and mingle around people if if I meet somebody that I like know and I can, I'm, I'm, I'm used to talking to, I'm comfortable with, then my personality just kind of like becomes this big thing like it is right now. I, I guess yeah. for me, it's really like comfort level. If I'm comfortable with you, then I'll kind of like come out of my shell. But if I'm not, I'll kind of just kind of just stay back and kind of just assess the situation. That's super interesting because I'm I'm also very much an introvert. And the idea of running for office, like talking to all these people and getting up in front of a crowd and like knocking on doors, that just, that sounds like the worst possible scenario for me. Have you found it hard to do that? Or... Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. But again, funny story. Um, the best way I can explain it is that 
I mean, for me, like for me, everything is God. So mm -hmm. I, I've been, I, I've, I've been prepared. Like I've literally been prepared. My master's is in communication. So I'm so used to having to stand up in front of people and dread it with a passion, mm -hmm. but get up there and start talking about whatever it is that I'm passionate about. And my personality just come alive. My husband, he's always telling me, you know, you're a charismatic person. Like, you've got that, that thing, that it, you know? And I'm kind of just like, ah, okay. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, but, like, this has happened to me since I was a kid. I was standing in front of people, and I'd have to speak about something, and I would just be there, and I'd be like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I don't know. And then I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do the only thing I never do. And I will literally, in, in my head, just start saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, it's like the light bulb just clicks on and I just start talking and my personality just comes alive and I do great. Like A great example is um, back in February, before I even had any idea that I was even going to run for anything, I did a presentation, a really quick, short, two-minute presentation for uh, a trip that I did to Morocco last year. And mm -hmm. I was so nervous and I was just like, two minutes, how can I possibly be, say <laughs> everything I have to say about Morocco in two minutes? But I did. And I did so well that it, that the crowd started clapping for me. And you have to understand, this was a crowd of 200 high school students. Wow. And they were clapping for me, like, really loudly. And I was like, well, maybe it was just because I was done quickly. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> you know, I just, I couldn't give myself any credit because I, I was like, I was just so blown away at the response that I got from that little two-minute presentation. Mm -hmm. And so, like, all these little things, you know, they they helped me to realize that, you know, even though all of this stuff is scary to me, I've done it before, and I can do it. Another great example is we had um, a recent election for a, a, um, a bond for a Little Rock School District, mm -hmm. and I decided to be a part of that campaign. And I went out canvassing my very first time because I was like, well, I'm going to have to learn how to do it anyway. And I did it. I went out this, this with this guy that I didn't even know. And we were knocking on doors. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to kind of stand in the background and kind of just, you know, learn how to do it. And one time, you know, we went to this lady's house and her personality she just seemed really interested, and I started talking to her, and I was like, yeah, this is this reason and that reason. We need you to come out and vote and vote no. And she was like, okay, great, I will. And I was like, thank you. And I was like, wow, I, I, you know, I can do this. So for me, you know, in thought, you know, it's intimidating, it's scary, and I'm like, what am I doing? But I'm, I'm truly equipped, and I'm really qualified to do everything that we would be put before me as a congresswoman because I've been prepared for it essentially all my life. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to run right now? Uh, <laughs> you know what? The climate is right. Mm -hmm. I mean, with our current president being able to run and essentially bully people and just be, I guess, honest, is the word or blunt <laughs> or you know not politically like, correct honestly dishonest yes that's it because i'm not yeah yeah honestly dishonest and people loving it uh, i felt like 
this was the best time. If if there was any time that I could run and actually see myself winning, it would be right now because of him, essentially. And I think a lot of people, they want to run because they don't want him to happen again. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite, and in, in small ways, in spite of the things that he's done, I'm grateful that he ran because he makes me running a little bit easier. That's interesting. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, I think I think you know uh, his his kind of dishonest honesty will make people like me a little bit more refreshing. <laughs> What's your day job? Running for Congress and being a <laughs> graduate student I actually I had I had a job I quit my job um, back in April to focus on running for Congress because I you know I don't have a political background mm-hmm. I don't really know a lot about politics and my job was a 45 plus hour a week job so I wasn't I didn't have time to, to really do anything barely do my homework so I quit my job so that I could focus on finishing my master's working on um, my classes towards my PhD program and learn more about politics and the issues that are concerning um, Arkansans. And that's what I, that's my day job. That's what I've been doing. And I'm like, okay, I've met all, I've been able to meet a lot of people and I've been able to learn a lot about the issues. And I think that's also making me more qualified because I'm, I'm seeing what the issues are, you know, firsthand. I'm going to the, the rallies. I'm, I'm able to go to, the protest, be able to sit in with the, with the protesters and, and listen to their stories and understand, you know, why they're protesting, you know, why they're angry about certain things. And, and more than anything else, I'm able to see it from their point of view. So when I have my opportunity to be on the other side, I, I will be able to be more empathetic to, you know, the actual constituents in central Arkansas. Were you at the Women's March in Little Rock? I actually was not because I had a job where I worked <laughs> 45 plus hours a week. Gotcha. But I did, want, I did want to go, but I couldn't because I had to work. So what is your background? You said you don't have a political background. Well, my, my master's is in communication, okay. uh, applied communication, so all aspects of communication. Um, and my, my undergrad was... Liberal, as they call it, they call it liberal studies, or and it's interdisciplinary studies now. I think that's what they're calling it now. So I I uh, took classes for. I always draw a blank because this was so long ago. Wow, <laughs> and it really wasn't that long ago. I graduated in twenty twelve, but it feels like forever now. So it was uh, creative writing, history, and sociology, mm-hmm. and then I jumped from that to communication. And now I'm jumping from that to uh, hopefully get into the health behavior, health education uh, department with a focus on health prevention and promotion research for my PhD program. And you were in the military, right? Yes, I was in the Air Force. I did four years as a still digital photographer here in Little Rock. That's how I got to Arkansas. Oh, okay. How did you become a photographer in the Air Force? That's, That's really interesting. Yes, it is. I I always get that question. <laughs> and 
you know, the answer is always kind of the same. It's kind of a, it was kind of a mixture of the look of the draw and, uh-huh. and, and then, you know, so what happened is I had two choices. I could either go with um, health, was, I can't remember, like a, like a health technician or something like that, or with photography. And for me, the way that I looked at it, and again, I was, I was, I was like 17 years old. So I wasn't like looking at it as like, you know, future career goals. I was just like, oh, okay, well, tech school. Do I want to go to tech school in Texas or do I want to go to tech school in Maryland? From Texas. I've never been to Maryland. So I'm going to go be a photographer. <laughs> you know, and that, that was my first choice. That, that's how I came to the conclusion to do that. And, and, and I love photography. You know, I did it in high school. I was on, um, the, you know, the school yearbook committee as a photographer. So I already kind of had a background in it. You know, I have a natural eye for photography. So mm-hmm. it kind of just worked out that way anyway. And I loved it. You know, I didn't love the politics and the red tape of being in the military, but I loved being a photographer. And I was really great at it. I, I don't want to brag, but I was told all the time, you know, you're really good at studio photography, you know, mm-hmm. like outside stuff, not so much, but in studio, that's really where I came alive with my skills as a photographer. I had the opportunity to take the photo for our base commander. And so to me, that was just like, that's a memory I'll never forget. I was just like, oh my gosh, y'all gonna let me do it? You gonna mm-hmm. let me do it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that, I mean, that, that's really how it happened. And so then I, I did my four years and I wanted to stay, but at the same time, I kind of wanted to, to branch out and try something different. And so, again, you know, I kind of just prayed about it, and I was just like, well, you know, if I'm going to stay, I'll stay. If I'm going to go, I'll go, and I'll, I'll let you be the guide. And so I, I asked, and he was just like, no, no, we don't, we don't want you to stay. And I was just like, awesome, okay, great, because I didn't really want to stay anyway. <laughs> and so um, I got to get out and I was so excited. I felt like I could finally figure out who I was as a person. And and that's the one thing that I, I'm so grateful for about about living and growing up in Arkansas is that it gave me a, a kind of slower pace to kind of find myself and figure out who who I wanted to be. Like 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 what were my my passions? And, and 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 not like how I was growing up in Houston because in Houston everything was just so so much faster just like I mean you know like in Houston at the time I wasn't going home sometimes until like six in the morning you know and so here it was like oh my goodness nothing stays open past eight o'clock it, it, it just 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 that right there that juxtaposition mm-hmm. right there was just something that, you know, when I was younger, I was kind of frustrated about, but now that I'm older, I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I, I want to give back to Arkansas because it has given me so much. Yeah. So what has the process of running for office been like for you so far? <laughs> it has been a roller coaster of um, unknowns, a lot of excitement, and just a lot a lot of unknowns i i started you know thinking about it um less than six months ago Mm -hmm. and i was told that you know by the person who was supposed to be my uh, campaign manager at the time 
you know, she was like, well, it's too late. Like, if you were going to run, you know, you should have, you should have, you know, had started last year if you're going to run as an independent. And I was just like, well, I, you know, I didn't know. And, but then, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, well, maybe she wasn't right because, you know, the, the incumbent, he hasn't even announced yet if he plans on running again. And then the person who's running as a Democrat, he literally just announced two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of uncertainty. Uncertainty. Like I, you know, as an independent, you know, you have to get 2,000 signatures. So there's uncertainty for me for when I'm allowed to actually start getting those signatures, and when those signatures have to be turned in. And then I I just found out recently because I wasn't sure that they changed the primary from May to March. And then there may or may not be a filing fee as an independent. And then they haven't come out with the updated uh, rules and regulations for uh, 2018. And on top of that, let's see what else. I don't know where to go to turn in my petitions because when I went to try to formally file for the state of Arkansas, I was told that I went to the wrong place and they don't know where I'm supposed to go. But then the Democratic candidate he went to that same place and maybe he was able to go there I'm not sure I haven't talked to him about it so again just a lot of uncertainty about you know where do I turn things in and how much time do I have for other issues like petitions what are some of your core issues definitely health literacy Uh uh-huh that is definitely my main core issue Human right issues, humans, human rights issues, uh, veterans. You know, uh, as a veteran, you know, sometimes de- definitely close to my heart. Sustainable economic growth and the environment, definitely the environment, especially because Arkansas is known as the natural state. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I want to keep it that way. So, how can people get involved with your campaign? I will be able to start getting petitions next month. And I have until November. So they can go to my website, which is electbirch.com. And they can email me to inquire about helping Canvas, helping to get petitions, you know, or they can just, you know, talk about me with their friends and their family, share posts on their social media, and just let people know that there is a new kind of candidate running in Central Arkansas who was running on the issues and not on a party. (laughs) So what do you need most from people? Like, do you need to go get signatures for you? Do you need people on social media? Like, what does your campaign need? My campaign needs anything and everything that a person (laughs) is willing to give. I won't turn away anybody who's passionate about me run. If, if you don't know what you can do, we'll find a place for you. All you need to do is just have a, a willingness and a heart to volunteer. So, you know, if you don't, if you want to do a little, but not too much, then cool. Mm-hmm. Share that I'm running on your social media page, you know. Share every day if you want to. Share once a week. Share, you know, and, and uh, go to my page. Like it as a friend. It's uh, Natasha Birch Holsey. And you can invite your friends to follow my page. You know, if you want to do more, but a little less, then you can go to my page and you can donate 
to my campaign so that I can use those funds toward, you know, whatever, because there are different things you can do with that. Uh, you know, but to me, my campaign is still kind of like in its infancy. So I'm really yeah. still trying to like figure it all out. I don't really know quite the nuts and the bolts of what exactly I need other than um, getting the petition signed right now. I don't really want to do too much until I get that done. Mm-hmm. Once that's done, I I can I feel like I can comfortably focus wholeheartedly on campaigning. I know that I don't have a lot of time because again, you know, the primary is now in March. Mm-hmm. So I feel like while I'm getting petitions, I mean, while I'm getting excuse me, for signatures for the petition, I feel like that'll be a great time to really get out there and campaign in all seven counties. So where can people find you either online or in person if they want to get involved? Okay. Um, online, electbirch.com. Also, Natasha Birch Holsey on Facebook, on Twitter, it's Alec Birch. On Instagram, it's Alec Birch. Try to keep it pretty simple. Um, you know, because because the campaign is my day job, if people want to just sit down and have a talk with me over coffee, tea, ice cream, whatever, um, they can go to my any of, any of my social media pages and they can send me a message and I'm more than happy to sit down and talk with anybody who wants to talk about volunteering, about politics, about issues. I enjoy talking. So. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me today. No problem. And that's it for today. Big thanks to Natasha Birch-Holsey for talking to me about her campaign. You can find out more about her at electbirch.com. She's also at Elect Birch on Twitter, and you can find her campaign on Facebook at Natasha Birch Holsey. A sincere thank you for listening to the show. I love the love I get from you guys, and I'm here to help get the word out about all these awesome women who have thrown their hat into the ring of this freaking bananas political circus we have. I know that you know a handful of people who would love to hear about these women who are running for office. Do me a favor and tell them about the show. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at at She's Running Pod. And that's it for this week. I'm going to go take a Sudafed and probably go to bed. (laughs) Thanks. Talk to you soon.